Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, Rugby League Social Club. A podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T and I'd like to give a shout out to at DabHennessy21. Deborah Hennessy tweeted, listen to the podcast, nice work. I'll listen again next week. Some cool tweets and takes on the games. Well, thanks, Deborah. I love your views, mate, and views of my own. What a day for him. He's come here with nothing in his pocket and he's gone home with twice as much. Lovely dedication time. This is everyone's chance to nominate a special person in their lives. It could be a player, coach, team, referee, social media account. Anyone they think deserves some love. And we've got quite a few this week. At Mario underscore Seags has tweeted, I'd like to dedicate love to Tigers on behalf of all Manly fans because now more than ever, or now and forever, suck crap Manly fans. Hash love and hate. Well, Mario, your, uh, your rhyme is Brisbane shame has shot them back to fame. At one Eye Tiger underscore tweeted, I love Michael Maguire and Luciana Leilua and Luke Gardner. Well, Luch is going to get the poem here, One Eyed. Luch, we love you down to the gooch. And at NotLV05 tweeted, I love the Broncos for being so shit this year. Brisbane being shit has their season into a hit. At Mr. Barjas tweeted, How about some love for Corey Oates's leg? Hypothermia. No. Hematoma. Love that's not a compound fracture for the young bloke. Well, Baji, his poem is Corey Oates, There is love from lots of folks. And the last one is for Atmofo Stormfan, who wrote hash LLD at Storm for assisting me making the Broncos look like, oh, sorry, for assisting in making the Broncos look like the crappers team in NRL by allowing the Titans to score at least one try. Hash genius. Broncos, you did the Titans a favour, and because of that, Mofo likes your flavour. And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, bruh! There are a few ways you can get involved. The easiest way is just to do awesome tweets or Instagram posts about Rugby League. Or you can just tag the podcast on Twitter and Facebook or Insta if you really want us to see it. And there are, of course, LLDs. Chuck us a cheeky review if you don't mind as well, if you want to get really involved. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Thursday. Chicken Chow Money versus the Clap. Let's start off with the excellent Twitter account at JamesSmith1001. I love Thursday night footy. There, I said it, mate. I'm right there with you. I look forward to Thursdays each week. This game really tipped us off at Gronsky O'Pork. Listen to note. Don't make the at Raiders Josh Papali mad. 112 metres from 19 runs, 30 tackles and a try. Score? That's right. Eamon gets it. It was 24 to 20 and that was backed up by the Roosters Blue Tick who tweeted, Own it and move on. And it's great to see them, even when they're losing, they are tweeting great tweets, 24 to 12. At Dan Talentine wrote, best upset of the year. Incredible from the unmanned Raiders. Dallin, we're going to make it to the grand final, mate, and upset whoever's there. So that will be the best upset of the year. But maybe so far, this has been the best. And at King Wally, one with two Y's wrote, the Roosters are unbeatable. In the, sponge, in the SpongeBob SquarePants font. Well said, King. Friday. 
trophy is going to Victoria. Cam burglars versus Shitans. This was a preconceived game and it played out like that at Mark Tiggs wrote, how good has Momo been at the Storm? Man, he's been great every game. I mean, that's a testament to the man, but also to that squad, that, that whole regime they got going on out there. At King Levius typed, that's 100% the right call. If you juggle it um, because you can't catch it in first contact, you deserve to be shoved in the back or tackled. I think the best way it was described when this penalty was happening, uh, one of the wristers, no, one of the, sorry, the... Uh, one of the Melbourne people were juggling it and the Titans guy ran in, smashed him and then scored. I also think it's the right call because, um, who said it? Brandy Alexander was pointing out that if he was a different situation, they were trying to catch the ball running into the defensive line and then they get absolutely coat-hangered, absolutely cleaned up by someone with a great shot while still juggling. Everyone would have thought that was fine and this was still the same situation. Score, Mofo gets double points. And let me explain why. He's gone... At Sports BFFs, sorry Titans fans, you're still crap. Last week's win must have been a fake form. We didn't get to 50 though, so you're still a premiership chance. And he quote tweeted that into the Storm Blue Tick account, which was telling us a score 42 to 6. Incredible mofo, you massive legend, double points. At GC underscore Anthony, he's a massive Titans fan, and he's tweeted a disgusting to let the score blow out. I don't care if it's a Storm or not, we still we were still in this at half time disappointing well said anthony well said so and still on friday night there was your mighty west tigers versus a kebab store and hit me with this one first one of you big you gotta play big yeah that's right i don't care if canberra came back and beat the roosters or, or if all those other close games that happened this weekend happened this was the game of the round for sure twitter was lighting up the world was lighting up because of the anti-Broncos sentiment and the pro-Tigers. Everyone's second team was such a big effort. Oh, and speaking of big efforts, we have another one of these. Hello, I'm One-Eyed Tiger, and this is One-Eye on Springfield. I reckon the only way to improve the experience of watching rugby league is to thoughtfully pair it with some quality background music and a tasty beverage. So for the West Tigers and Broncos game on Friday night, my drink pairing was a few Newstead Red Ales, and my audio pairing was Queens of the Stone Age album, Like Clockwork. I've got to admit, Big T, I was quite nervous before kickoff. As long-suffering West Tigers fans know, whenever we are short-priced favourites, playing at home against an injury-depleted bottom four team, like Clockwork, we tend to shit the bed. But thankfully that wasn't the case this time around. Rather than eating to drink a potion to erase the memory, this game was summed up perfectly by track 8 on the album, Smooth Sailing. It's always been one of my favourite tracks, and those strong swagger vibes will be staying with me all week. And the track before it, Fairweather Friends, also ties in. It's an accurate description of a lot of Broncos fans on Facebook at the moment. Oofed, you just hate to see it. For my beer selection, not sure how well known used their brewing is outside of Brisbane. There's a brew pub in Milton opposite Suncorp Stadium, which is fairly close to where I live, so I thought... There's a good enough reason to grab a four-pack of their liquid amber red ale for the game. Red ales are a perfect winter beer anyway, and this is a strong example of that style. The flavours are driven by caramel malt, backed by citrus hops on the finish. It's a classic one-two punch. I guess you could say comparable to the Tigers' try-scoring second-row duo of Luciano Ale Lua and Luke Garner. God damn, I love those men. The liquid amber flavours get bigger as it warms up in the glass, so it pays to have your next beer sitting out of the fridge on the coffee table, 
allowing you to seamlessly roll along without skipping a beat. So winning rotation policy straight out of the Michael Maguire playbook. Mmm, delicious. I'm One Eye Tiger, and that was One Eye on Springfield. Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. I love that guy. And you'll be so excited to know that he's now created a Spotify playlist, a One Eye on Springfield Spotify playlist. You've got to get around it. Each week when he tells us his album, he's also going to pick four songs um, that'll then go from that album onto that playlist. Fantastic idea. Now, <clears throat> as if that isn't great enough, let's relive almost every minute of the game tweet by tweet. No, 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 but it, it is. I did screenshot a lot, so sit down, relax, and enjoy. At Budunia, it's taken us already three games, and we're finally hearing from him. Brody Croft, couldn't have tried less hard. That was Cartwrightian. <laughs> Cartwrightian. I mean, they were copying it, Brisbane. They were absolutely copying it um, on the on the timeline. At Broncos Weekly tweeted, we've seen a lot of absolutely pathetic, low-effort halves of football in the last 18 months under Anthony Seabold. But that one's worst half of football I've seen in my life. The 2016 Knights, 2003 Rabbits, and the 1999 Magpies would have been embarrassed by this effort. Scathing. At Budunia's back with another swing. Even the Steeden doesn't want to be seen near the Broncos. <laughs> At behind the green nine. This is the worst I've ever seen a team play at Leichhardt. And that's pretty huge coming from a Tigers fan. But At OG 1886, a coach who drops his high-paid stars versus a coach who does not. Now, that's an excellent point. Seabold's come under a lot of pressure recently because he says he's going to drop people and doesn't. Madge drops Benji. Madge drops Brooks. And you see results. At King Wally, two wise and a one. I want Kevin Walters' son to score a field goal against us while up by 50, so he's finished at this level. I mean, a disrespectful field goal would have been great. Kevin Walters obviously almost had that coaching position and then didn't get it for Siebes. And now his son had an excellent game that game. And obviously King Wally was a Broncos fan and loving the irony. At Petunia. And you just know the guy loves it when, when there is NRL chaos, Budunia thrives. Benji Revengey game. And let's have a quick chat about Benjamin Marshall. Oof, Sally. I mean, as Ad Boomsy 8 tweeted, that Benji flick got at Biggest Tiger like. And when I saw the flick, I launched out of the couch. Even though I wasn't sure yet what was coming of it, the fact that there was the flick. Was great and at Sports Fan Life just tweeted Godgy. Not Benji. Godgy. 100%. God, he was furious and fantastic in this game. At Rick the Warden tweeted Benji is a New Zealand treasure. He's the Kiwi goat. Get him up here. I love him. I want to boof him. Ew. There was a lot of Benji love out there. At Julia underscore zero tweeted, I expected Benji to retire, but shit, he's playing better than a few first grade halves. Jesus, he was phenomenal. Uh, and and he's going to cop a lot of credit, but we saw heaps of the forwards play incredibly. Luch played well. Aloye was massive. Even uh, Patrick, no, sorry, um, even the big bloke, Russell Packer was great. Uh, in fact, at but underscore Bradley just wrote, how good is an 80-minute performance? Great stuff. That's exactly what it was. At Benchard Rob, dominant, ruthless, majestic. Yes, Robert, you massive legend. What a great pun. Uh, 
At Lauren N underscore zero one. Fuck yeah, boys. At Mark Teagues, hook this into my bloody veins. And then just before the uh, the thing that I was screaming for, I would have loved a 50, but when I wanted more than anything else was a nil. And at SG Jarifio, Sibo, at SJ Jarifi, he tweeted, shut out, which I'd love to score. That's right, Chicken Palmer, it was 48 to nil. At Tiger Raptor tweeted, Oh, it was backed up, I should say, by at Tiger Raptor, who said, fuck yeah, 48 nil. At Andrew RLP swooped in to tell us some facts. The Tigers have only ever kept a side to nil twice. And both of those times, it was in 2012, round 7 and round 13 against Penrith and Canberra. One was 30 nil, one was 40 nil. And now, one was 48 nil. At Bryce Gibbs, the ex-player, one of the best defensive games I've seen by the At West Tigers team. Good to have a great coach in charge again. Clap, clap, completely agree. Uh, and speaking of, how about Luciano Leilua? I mean, his celebrations when he scores are great, but post-game celebration song at Jarmstrong 2000 wrote, Lucha's celebrations are the best. They are, but he's adding on to the victory song now. I don't know if you've seen the uh, us doing the victory song once we win in the change rooms, singing and dancing, Noff doing his thing. And now Lucha's got a little extra ending bit to it. Oof! Loving it. What a team. <sighs> okay. Now for the rest of the round. Saturday. Commies vs. Space, Arguably the game of the round. <laughs> if it wasn't <clears throat> for my bias. At Sharks Obsessed tweeted, Just when you think Brody Croft is bad, Lachlan Lewis plays football. Oof. That's a cheeky hold my beer. I think you missed the hold my beer punchline. What a shame. Poor Lachlan Lewis. I didn't even think he played terribly bad, but he did throw that last ball that ruined everything. At Burjo0806. Phew! Got out of jail, jail here on that one. Norman try time. And of course, game on the line. Loose ball scooped up by Norman, who scores. Leaving the score. That's right, Carbs. 28-24. Backed up by the blue tick and a relic count that wrote, you just can't script that. 28 22 at David Hunter. Oh, I've written 28 24. Cubs, I wonder if you said that wrong, mate. I think it's 28 22, Cubs. At David Hunter wrote, What a way to lose. And it was such a shame. It was such a sad, sad way to lose. Anyway, later on Saturday. Doing it for Newcastle. Feed fans versus Chucky Milk. At Phil Brown wrote, Try to South. What a comeback from 20 0 down. Now 20 to 18 to Newcastle with six minutes to go. Rugby league, what a game. And it was. I thought this was gone. I was messaging Newcastle Nana. She was messaging me. We were so excited uh, for her team to finally put in a big performance. But we were too soon. And I started to message Boom and Pat, thinking, oh my God, we're back on here. At Phil Gould, 15, wrote a great game of footy. Terrific entertainment. Knights were outstanding for 65. South courageous fight back to take it down to the wire. I think the better team won. Open attacking rugby league. And he even wrote rugby league. Clap, clap, clap emoji. Well summed up, Philip. At NRL Conspiracies tweeted, Spot on Grant Ack and South leading themselves down with attention to detail to miss one to miss one more play. Great pointing out. In fact, there was heaps of support for Grant Atkins on that specific play where he was pointing at where the scrum should be. The touch judge was standing where the scrum should be the moment the ball went out. And South just took it up to the 10-meter Rounded off to the closest 10 meter and they missed their thing. But there was also lots of chat about Mitchell Pierce and Ponga doing surrender tackles, or what people perceive to be surrender tackles. And and you're more than welcome to perceive that. 
all of refereeing and adjudicating is perception. And so if you thought they were surrender tackles, that's fine. Unfortunately, from my perspective or my interpretation was they, they dove and were touched almost immediately by a player constituting a knock-on and then the surrender tackle is supposed to be shouted. And so that's that's the, the NRL interpretation that I've been taught and that's what I that's what happened in that game. So I'm assuming that was the right one at the moment. Score? 20-18. to 18. Pat gets it. Well done, Patty. And that was backed up with the NRL blue tick that wrote, Scraped Home. 20-18. to 18. And the last game on Saturday... Also could be one of the upsets of the year or the game of the round. It was Flap City versus Sala at Eels TCT tweeted an Eels penalty in a scrum against the feed. The game has everything except a solid performance from the Eels. Hash NRL Manly Eels. <laughs> I love that. I love the uh, scrum push. Oh my God, because they, you saw Manly put the ball in and they're doing that thing that a lot of teams are doing where they just pin it in the back with their foot trying to get everyone offside with a quick... Uh, with a quick run, with a quick defensive line, and Parramatta predicted that. Big push, Manly crumbled. Differential penalty against the team putting the ball in. Unbelievable. Great scenes at Paratel Die. It is, it's an admirable second half, but let's hope the scoreline doesn't make a mask over any of the rubbish we dished up when the coaches and players review it. In the end, the goal kicking basically decides the game, but in no shape or form do we deserve anything but the loss. Oof, strong words, Paratil die, but you're probably right. Score, Mario gets it 22-18. to 18. Great job, Mario. And the blue tick NRL uh, backed that up by writing Fortress 22-18. Sunday. Foo Fighters versus Old Gill. At NRL underscore Oracle tweeted, Roger Tuovastashek has been at the Warriors for almost three years now and the club still has no idea how to use him. Hint, using him for one-out hit-ups in the middle isn't best use of his talents. It's a true crime. Really gets gives me the shits. Uh, I know what you mean, NRL Oracle. Those hit-ups, I think, are him as a captain trying to get their t- his team to lift and get him out of trouble. They're going through a lot more... Uh, things at the moment than worrying about what their best players being utilised as. He's an excellent captain and uh, I really hope that they sort their stuff out soon. Sharks look like they might be back on the build. Score? Shark Obsessed gets it. It was 48 to t- sorry, 46 to 10. It was backed up by the Blue Tick account who tweeted the at Cronella Sharks bounce back shark emoji. And the last game on Sunday. And the Panthers have stolen it. Culture Club versus Udders. At Tadeshi8181, how good has this Penrith attack been? The genius architect should definitely be given a head coaching kick. Nick's being super uh, satirical there. In fact, I think when he tweeted it, it was 16-10. It was quite a low-scoring game. And obviously, there's a lot of chat around their assistant coach, whose name, obviously, I can't remember, is going to go to the Bulldogs. So... Good luck with all of that. Trent Barrett nailed it. At Hayward underscore Adam K. We finally get to see Hamiso Tuabi Fidel in a bit of space. Future star of the game. Now, everyone at the moment is calling him Hammer because there's even hash hammer time here by Adam. I tried really hard Hamiso to pronounce your name right, mate. And I mean, no disrespect at all. I did try though because you deserve heaps of respect because your try was incredible. At Joshi F97, Nathan Cleary won the game for Penrith. He changed the game. K 
Keep hating the man all you want, but right now he is the best halfback in the comp, and you can't change my mind. Joshy, I'm right there with you, mate. I can't think of a better halfback in the game. He really did defensively and offensively own this game, iced it at the end. All it needed was a disrespectful field goal from him, and it would have been the most uh, disrespectful second half by one player we would have seen in a long time. Score? Carsten gets it 22-10. to 10. That was backed up by the Penrith Blue Tick account that wrote, full-time the Panthers prevail in a scrappy encounter to go top of the table 22-10. to 10. And congratulations to the Panthers, Faithful. That is an excellent achievement. Well, the best tweet for this week goes to at Sports Life Fan. Congratulations to you, sir, for your Godedgy, Benji Godgy uh, tweet. It's also the title of the show. Congratulations. You've also gone one step closer to being called the sports best tweeter for 2020 this year. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Well, enjoy your sport for another week. Hope the Tigers get up again. Get around good people on the socials like at yeah, Victoria underscore. She tweeted, if you don't like Corey Norman, please, I'm fucking begging you, block me. I'm so fucking tired of copying people coming at me about how much they hate him and people liking the tweets to agree. I'm a baby. Please stop. I love him. And if you do, and if you do this knowing that you're a dickhead. So there you go, everyone. Victoria uh, loves Corey Norman. Please follow her if you want pro Corey Norman one. And she's right. Just stop tweeting to her if you don't. Join us again next week. And we'll talk to you then, sports best friends. Bye-bye.